Hello and welcome to our series of iVoice podcasts, bite-sized learning and top tips from Voice at the Table to help you believe it when you say, I can and I will be successful. Each podcast will only take 10 minutes of your time and in it, one of our experts at Voice at the Table will share her favorite I strategy. I'm Andrea James and today I'm delighted to introduce Amanda Cullen, who will be talking to us about her I that she wants to share with us today. Amanda is one of our associates here at Voice at the Table. So, Amanda, what is your eye for today and why have you chosen it? Thanks, Andrea. My eye is initiative. And the reason I've chosen it is because I think it's a fundamental requirement for career success. And what do you mean by that? How, what kind of initiative? Why is it so important? So what I mean by it is taking ownership of our careers and not relying on others. Mm -hmm. and finding ways to progress that may not be obvious. So whether that's in terms of skills or in terms of self-promotion. Okay, um, so give me an example of a non-obvious way for, for us to, to progress. So it might be that we take a sideways move in order to develop different skills or gain visibility. Or it might be that you volunteer for a project where you know you will get um, exposure to somebody senior who you want to notice you. Yeah, that's, that's true, actually, because when we kind of rely on what we were told in terms of if you follow this path, it will lead you down to the, the results that you want. A lot of things have changed. So, you know, if you were in school and they said, if you train in this area, you will get a job in this profession and this will be your path mapped out. And technology has changed quite a lot of that, actually, I find. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, so there's that kind of need for initiative, which mm. you're developing in different directions. And then the other the other thing is the assumption that some of us make that if we work really hard and we're really good at our jobs, the people that matter, by which I mean the more senior people in the organisation, will notice. Ah, yeah. yeah, and actually they don't, or they may notice, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they give you the credit for it that you deserve. Yes. Um, I think somebody was saying to me that when they were promoted to a fairly senior HR position, mm -hmm. um, they noticed a difference, and this is a gender difference, mm -hmm. between the number of uh, men who came up to her who were you know the, in the tier below mm -hmm. and said these are the projects that I worked on when can we set up an appointment so um, I can talk about um, or we can discuss our career my career uh, progression yeah and she said uh, probably 70% of the the men mm -hmm. uh, in that tier came up to her and said none of the women yeah yeah came up to her at all and it's their work was fine they they did well but they never made that appointment yeah um, it's the, i think it's that women assume that their work speaks for themselves mm. and men never do and that is a sweeping generalization but you say mm. it, it is a common uh experience that women are much less likely to to self-promote yeah yeah um so what, what other kinds of initiative can we, can we take? So we can, as I said, we, it's about looking for opportunities to stand out. 
uh, at least it is in terms of this particular area of career progression and, and, and getting noticed. So, as I said, it might be volunteering for a project, either mm-hmm. because it's going to stretch your skills in a different area and therefore help you develop uh, mm-hmm. and grow your skill set, or because it's a high profile project and people are going to be talking about it and talking about the people on the team. Mm. or because it gives you an opportunity to work with somebody who has influence. So that's right. that's one thing you can do. Uh, another you can do is to talk about something you're proud of. And I, I think this is very different from boasting and blowing your own trumpet. Mm-hmm. It's about quiet self-promotion. And many people, particularly women, are more comfortable with that quiet or gentle self-promotion that is simply talking about I'm really pleased that such and such went so well you know it took a lot of effort and everybody pulled together and I was really glad that I blah 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 so yes everybody pulled together but I made a difference because yeah I'm not sure I've ever done that (laughs) (laughs) well maybe this is your (laughs) and the third thing I'd talk about I'd think about is speaking up in meetings so these can be any kind of meeting. So, so sometimes you go to these conferences or these workshops or these seminars and there's always an opportunity for the audience to ask questions. Mm. And it's often the same people. If you, if you regularly go to that kind of event with a similar group of people, maybe your peer group at a, to, to development seminars internally, it's often the same people that mm. ask questions. And often they are questions that you might have thought of or that you might have asked. And the thing is that those people who ask questions uh, are generally doing it for two reasons. They may want an answer to the question or they may just want to make their voice heard and get noticed. So the way to practice that is to think in advance, what is a question or what is a comment that I could make at this meeting? So you've prepped it. It's not as spontaneous as it seems. And you gird your lines and you find an opportunity to, to speak out in that session. Well, I should just remind me. Is it possible in a way to take too much initiative? Does it cause disruption? Because sometimes I feel that when people are asking these questions, because it feels as though they're pushing either their own agenda or the fact that they want some attention drawn to them, that's why they're asking the question or that's why they are in a way taking that initiative. And it may not just be questions. It may be in a project, everyone's agreed to do a certain thing and somebody, they say they're taking initiative by going off on another path. Yeah, that is a risk. Mm. Uh, And I don't think that is, I don't think that's a reason not to use your own initiative. But I think what it's talking about there is to use it appropriately. And so if you're collaborating on a project, then using your initiative is about bringing ideas to the table, sharing them. It might be using your initiative to volunteer to do a particular part of the project, but it doesn't mean going off behind everybody else's backs and doing something different. Yeah, I, I, that's well said. I, I think the times I've seen it work really well is when somebody says, hey, I, I, there needs to be something different done here in order for it to work but I'm going to let everybody else know that I'm taking a different path before I go ahead and do it Um, and just check in or or keep people updated rather than going off and doing something else without anyone else being aware that that's happening I think that's that's when it starts to fall apart and we get a, a negative sense about taking initiative when actually 
the initiative itself was fine. I think that's right. And let's not forget that's that's one aspect of taking initiative is this thing about, you know, um, going off in a different direction or, or shouting about your, your, your skills and, and, and expertise. But it's, it is also about you know, being clear on what's important to you and, um, you know, taking the steps you need to take. This self-reliance I talked about at the beginning. So it, it, it's recognising that it's, it's your job to manage your career. It's nobody else's job. Uh, yes. And you have to take the initiative to grow that career, to change direction, to get the experience you need. Uh, and typically you start by looking for that inside the organisation you work in. But if you can't get it there, then you need to be a little bit more inventive and find out how to get it in some other way. OK, so like self-responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Great. Um, so just because it's such a short podcast, mm-hmm. can we just quickly summarize the three main things that we can think about? OK, well, my, my top tip would probably be to remember that nobody else is, an, is, is as interested in your career as you are. So mm-hmm. you need to be the one that drives it. Um, second one would be it's easier to take the initiative if you're clear on what's important to you. So spend yep. time getting clear on that. And the third one is pick your battles. So, you know, don't think that using your initiative means you have to be constantly in in conflict or, or striving or, or, or fighting against each other um, or pushing, pushing, pushing. Work out, you know, when it will be most effective to, to display that use of initiative. Fabulous. Well, that's our take on initiative. We hope that you found this useful. For more on all the things that we offer, go to voiceatthetable.com. For today, it's goodbye from us, Andrea James and Amanda, Amanda Cullen. And we hope that you can join us next time. Goodbye. <laughs>